Good morning, listeners, and welcome to today's Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, and today is day 138 since we've come back on the air. And I'm here today with Alaska Chance. How's your brother, the zombie, doing, Alaska? He's fine. Thanks for asking. Dr. Clark, I know you don't agree with me about how the zombies can be saved, but my brother hasn't attacked or eaten anybody. Can we focus on what I came by to talk to the listeners about and not get caught up in some kind of petty argument, please? Sure. I don't know why Max and Agnes let you come on the show again. Like his crackpot theories aren't enough. They've both just got this thing about equal time for every idea, I guess. So what do you want to talk about today? Well, I was just thinking about how quickly we all got used to this. I mean, eight months ago, a single zombie walking down the street would have caused a serious panic once people realized it wasn't just good makeup. But today I spotted about three dozen or so on my way over here, and that's considered calm. Kind of a mixed blessing, I suppose. On the one hand, it's bad that we're still infested with zombies in the street, but... On the other hand, it's a real testament to the resiliency of the human spirit. Maybe we're approaching this the wrong way. Way back in the beginning of the broadcast, Max said that the zombies weren't our enemies, that they were a force of nature. We keep hoping that someday there will be a cure or that someone or something will come in that can eliminate the zombies, just make them go away. But with the other things in nature, that's either a bad idea or just impossible. You can't eliminate a hurricane. And what you can eliminate can cause unintended consequences. You eliminate the wolves from Yellowstone and suddenly the elk population increases. They stop moving around and browse the willows too much, which takes food away from the beavers. With fewer beavers, there are fewer dams, which takes a toll on waterways, fish, and songbird habitats. It's an incredibly complex ecosystem, and the removal of just one top predator causes all kinds of issues. I don't know where the zombies came from, but what if they're doing a service? Humankind was marching steadily towards an unsustainable situation. Too much use of resources, too much pollution, too much consumption, and not enough restoration. Now, now we're back to living off the land. Maybe we just need to find ways to live with the new rules that the zombies represent instead of trying to get rid of them. Alaska, I know you love your brother and would do anything to get him back to something at least close to what he used to be, but... I can't agree with this. That complex ecosystem you're describing didn't just spring into being. It's reached equilibrium through millions of years of changes. There wasn't a situation where a bunch of elk running around and someone said, hey, what this needs is wolves, and just plopped them in there. Everything developed and adapted in sync with each other. Species that adapted to changing conditions survived, and those that didn't either died off, or developed different traits. It wasn't until humans removed the wolves that things got out of balance, and then the wolves were reintroduced. This situation is completely different. You have to see that. There were no zombies, and now there are. They're certainly a top predator, but they aren't aiding the ecosystem. They're an invasive species, and that's something I know about, because as long as we're referencing the early days of the broadcast... That's the whole reason I'm even here. I was supposed to do an interview with Max on local invasive species. Look around you, Dr. Clark. Don't you see how much better things are now? The air is cleaner. It's been less than a year, and you can already tell the improvements in the atmosphere. The oceans are cleaning themselves. The plants are getting back to where they used to be and are thriving. 
animals are reclaiming their original habitats. And humans are adapting because that's what we do. But for the first time in a long time, we're adapting to the land instead of making the land adapt to us. I can't deny that things are certainly much different than they used to be environmentally, in some ways better. But think about the cost, Alaska. Think about all the people suffering from disease now that they don't have easy access to any kind of health care. Think about all the people who depended on their doctor for a chronic condition and now can't even get so much as an aspirin. Think about all the knowledge that we concentrated in certain people in certain areas and now so much of that knowledge is lost. You can only say things are better now if you ignore the human costs altogether. But humans ignored the cost to the planet for centuries. That's hard to deny. But we were trying to improve before all this happened. It wasn't necessary to make going outside this dangerous. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be dangerous. We just have to learn to live with the zombies. Listeners, let us know how you feel. Do you think we can coexist with the people that we love? Yes, they're different now, but can we rise above those differences and make the world into a new, better place than it was before? Go out there and engage with them. You might be surprised what you learn. Alaska, that's wildly irresponsible. I put up with this for Max, but even if you're right, which I highly doubt you are, learning how to do something like this is going to take a lot of research and learning and documentation. Listeners, please remain alert and vigilant. The zombies are not yet fully understood, yes, but to think you can just go out there and shake their hands without consequences is extremely dangerous. I'm ending this broadcast today before Alaska has a chance to say anything else that could put people in danger. For for Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.